Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Creating Wealth and Wellness Podcast with me, Tara Misseldine, and my friend, Amanda Kingsley. We are here to take you on a journey today where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. Um, thanks again for joining us today. I'm excited to talk about this topic, which is how do we make our partners feel important? And I'm sure that this is going to take lots of different directions in this episode, but Amanda, what are you grateful for today? Hmm. Grateful for today. Hello, everybody. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> um, wow, I feel totally stuck on gratitude, which is ridiculous. <laughs> for so many things in every moment. But I am looking at on my desk um, a Biozen sticker because... Um, so I use these stickers and I will link to them, but I use these stickers on my cell phone and I have them on my kid's cell phone, my husband's cell phone. And I just feel like we don't know the extent of the damage that's coming from all these devices we use. Um, but in, in the U S we're so far behind and for years and years and years, I've had some sort of device on my phone that helps manage those waves. So they're less damaging to me and my family. And, um, so yeah, I, it's one of those things that I have every day all the time and forget to, that I'm so grateful to have. So there you go. Cool. Um, my gratitude is for the instant pop. I don't know if I've mentioned this already as a gratitude in one of the last 50 episodes. And if I haven't, then I am shocked because I love this thing. It was an <laughs> anniversary gift <laughs> last year. Um, and I, it's a lifesaver. I love it. I'm a little wow. a bit obsessed. It seems like people become kind of devotional to these things once they mm. get them. Um, but I absolutely love mine. So you can link to that too in the, in the I, show notes yeah, if anybody doesn't know what it is. Yeah, it's sort of like a hybrid between a slow cooker and a crock uh, crock pot and a pressure cooker. And can you link to um, some of your favorite recipe sites? Because I actually have one. I love it when I use it, but I don't consistently use it. And I could really use some some solid recipe sites. I don't have any recipe sites. I usually just Google. I mean, I YouTube Instant Pot, and then awesome recipes come up in there. Yeah. Okay. That's what I do too. I just forget to do it. So, all right. Yeah. I'm cooking with the instant pot tonight. In, in the meantime, go through the recipe book that comes with it. They're almost all really good. Okay. So cool. So we are going to talk about making our fart, our partners, <laughs> making our partners feel important. <laughs> that was not Freudian. I promise. That was fabulous. <laughs> okay. So yeah, question of the day, do you fart in front of your partner? <laughs> <laughs> Makes him feel so special. <laughs> I, well, interestingly enough, he does do that in front of me. And I feel like he thinks it's some kind of like a rite of passage, you know, like you're my, you're my partner. So you, you get to have this pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's Europe. I mean, I get, there's probably a lot of cultures where it's like a sign of, um, it's like a, a compliment to burp after meals, you know, like, <laughs> there you go. It's a, it's a tr true test of your marriage. So I right. guess, oh my gosh, for, for the first several years of our marriage, I would shoot him the look of death every time that he would do that in front of me. 
so much so that for years, like five years after we've been married, and he never stopped. It was like, it was always, <laughs> you know, it didn't matter. I would be like, hi. It was gross me out so bad in the beginning. Yeah. And then so much so that even like now, you know, 13 years later, whenever he does it in front of me, he'll look at me like with this <clears throat> like look that I'm about to freak out. And I haven't freaked out for eight years or something. <laughs> That's incredible. And that is, I love that this is part of how he makes you feel special. <laughs> I'm not sure if it is or not. It's conjecture. <laughs> the, okay. the evidence seems to prove it. Moving so how, how do we make our partners, and putting all the jest aside, um, for, for women like us, and I'm sure like many of our listeners, we are so driven in our own lives and to do our own things. And many of us have chosen partners that afford us a lot of independence. And we've talked about that many times on this podcast. Um, but how do we make them like when we are partnered like that? And I, it, this episode comes at an interesting time because um, just days ago, I celebrated my 13th wedding anniversary. And a couple of days before that, Amanda celebrated her 15th, right? 15th anniversary? 15th, yep. So, like we, we both have a little bit of longevity in the practice of making our partners feel important and also probably windows of time where we weren't doing that intentionally enough. I know that's true for me. Um, so what do we do that makes sure that that partnership is nourished and lasting the way that we have both committed to with these, you know, over a decade long partnerships? Yeah. I mean, we've been together 20, over 20 years. Um, and so I, I will link to my blog post cause I, on our 15th anniversary, I wrote a 15 things I've learned from my marriage, but one of those things, um, all of those things are ways I make him feel special, but one in particular stands out and it is, it is texting. How ridiculous is that? But um, I talk more about that in the blog post, but it really has been super valuable to mm -hmm. our relationship. Like, same here. Like, yeah, it's so amazing. Like, literally, just this morning, like almost every day, there's some point where we text each other. And what it, it the my favorite part of it is, you know, that moment where you're like thinking about your partner and you just like feel this wave of love. Mm -hmm. Well, texting gives you the opportunity to act on it. Right. So I will just send him an emoji. Like it doesn't even matter, but it gives me an opportunity to act on it. Whereas in the past, like you might wait for him to come home but by then you're cooking dinner and there's five kids in the house and like, whatever it is, you don't have that moment it's mm -hmm. fast so you can be like hey I thought about you this morning but now I'm just stressed out <laughs> so I you know it's one of the one of my favorite things about technology is being able to communicate those moments when they happen yeah absolutely and texting is so uh, it's so non-intrusive too so it doesn't even matter what your partner's doing you know, it's just going to like bing and then they can look at it when they want to. It's not like you have to make a phone call to let them know you're thinking about them and like interrupt their day. And I, that's so true for me. Even after all this time, you know, he will send me a text from work. Good morning, honey. I love you. Have a great day. And it's, if we're not together, it's every day that we just be present in each other's lives in these like super yeah. simple ways, even if we're not together. So I, I love that one. It's not, it, it's not trivial or weird at all to me. It's one of the things we do too. 
Yep. Super, super good stuff. Um, so I have one. Thing? Yeah, go ahead. I have one. So one of the things that I try to be super conscious of is showing an interest in what is important to him. Um, because my husband is super introverted. Um, and while he doesn't behave as an introvert necessarily all the time with me, like we're on a, a different level than that, um, you know, he doesn't seem uncomfortable or anything like that, but he is not necessarily one to volunteer what he's feeling. Like his question is, you know, not telling me about his, how he slept. He asks me, how did you sleep? Did you have any dreams? What did you dream about? And uh. often like questions uh, that allow me to speak. Um, so when he does mention something, you're like, he's very creative. And sometimes he'll say, oh, I had this idea for a children's book that I thought would be awesome. And it's like, I could say, oh, that's cool. Or I could say like, oh, what was it? Tell me about it. Yeah. You know? And often, like he, he won't volunteer anything else if I just say, oh, that's cool. You know, like, right. and, and something that's kind of dismissive, like, hey, I heard you, but I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> what the idea was. And I do care. I'm just, uh, my brain is always going you know, like so many miles an hour that it's hard if I'm not being intentional in that moment to be like, oh, here's an opportunity to give, to let him take up some space in this relationship. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so I try to be super conscious of when that happens, like let him take up the space because he doesn't, he doesn't ever demand the space. So it's, it's like, I have to, I have to make yeah. sure that he has those moments. That's beautiful. Good job. Go oh, Tara. Thank you. <laughs> <five>. <laughs> and that might not be an issue for everyone. Cause you know, he is so reserved and, and you know, it does feel often. No, that totally resonates with me in my marriage for sure. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. the one who's like out there in it, tell it all, talk about it yeah. all. And Working on a million things and goals and yeah. dreams and very open with our visions. and Yeah. And um, I absolutely, I hear you a hundred percent on that. So. Okay. One. Awesome. Cool. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up um, taking either taking some act on physical attraction. Mm. So like noting that looks really cute on you or you're looking mighty fine for a 40-year-old man, you know, like just yeah. because I'm that stuff, one lucky woman. Yeah, like that stuff you forget how important and how good it feels, right? And so mm -hmm. I try to consciously make like take that moment and really tap into that physical attraction and make it seen or noted in some way, either spoken or showed. Um, my little guy's bringing me mail. Thank you very much, buddy. So yeah, that one's really important to me. Do you, is that, does that happen in your relationship? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's not something that I've, it's similar that I need to be conscious of taking those moments to say so. Um, you know, and we're like really homebodies. So it's, we don't even go out that much. So where we're like, we're not all gussied up most of the time and we see each other all the time because we have worked together <laughs> for most of our relationship. It's actually just recently that um, David took a full-time job outside of the home and we're, we're entering a phase of life that is going to be so much more separate than we've ever been ever since we met. Um, so it's going to, it's going to be 
an interesting new normal of like, where do I find the time to really make these moments count? But yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, making him feel like, desirable by me is like yeah. huge. It's huge. I know that I take note of it when he says to me like, oh gosh, you're so adorable. Yeah. You know, or even like just the simple little things um, that make me feel wanted by him. Yeah. You know, that it's not, this is not just a routine for us. This relationship is not just a routine. It's because we choose this actively every moment because we love and want each other. Yeah. And I think there are some like really like when you have an emotional connection with someone that's very strong and long-standing, like there's all this unspoken territory that's just a given and super comforting and foundational. And this physical piece is, it's not, it, like it actually needs to be said and noted in a different way mm-hmm. than um, we do say I love you a lot, but didn't in my family growing up. It was just like a known and we all felt it. Like there was no question about feeling it. Um, and so I think that's really different than this physical piece where like you actually have to t- take that extra step because he's not going to know I'm thinking he looks hot. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it probably even feels weird for him to assume that you do. Yeah. So like, oh, I must think I'm fine. I think that's important to, to bring that. Oh, nice. We have some toy action. Well, you know, <laughs> can't win them all. Live it up, Isaac. Live it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's so true. But and also speaking to the speaking to the idea of saying I love you and sort of speaking those things that should be foundational. Um, yeah. It it was very common for me to hear it in my household. My mother's very affectionate. She's very verbal. Um, but David's family wasn't. Yeah. Like they, they didn't, and they didn't feel approved of all the time and they didn't feel validated and they didn't share affection you that way. feel it or say it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. From, yeah. from either perspective. So yeah. like I've spent most of our relationship cause we were not as young as you guys. I know you guys were like high school sweethearts, right? Oh, we sure we? were. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I, it feels like we were close because we were both like, I think, 22 when we met. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I've spent a lot of our relationship, you know, trying to be that validation for him. You know, but I do need to say it. Like, it it can't be assumed by him, you know, because it, it never was. Like, just they didn't say it and I'm not I don't know whether or not they felt it and he doesn't know either so I definitely don't want him to have that percept that um perception of our relationship of always like wondering so I do tell him all the time and um he's he's become extremely forthright with his affection as well and like we do say I love you probably to a disgusting amount to some people (laughs) but it never it like I'm not of the mind that there's ever too much of that going around, you know? Have you both taken the, um, five love language? Like, have you tapped into that? that, You know, like of all the books that I've ever read, that's not one that I have read yet. Yeah. I haven't read it either. I've taken the the concept. Yeah. I know the, I know the premise of it. Yeah. Yeah. And not actually someone brought that up to me this morning for some reason. So maybe it's present on my mind. And I did take the quiz actually fairly recently. Um, but I think that's an important thing to note, like in any partnership, like how does this person hear and receive my love? Because oh, God, great point. I give it. Yeah, you know? great point. 
So that, that is, feeds into our theme of making them feel important is not, yeah, you know, exactly. not loving them in the way that satisfies us. Yeah. But loving them in the way that satisfies them. That's a superb point. Thanks yeah, for Yeah, because that. some, like you might be someone who really needs words of affirmation and you mm-hmm. need to hear it. And then your partner is someone who just like needs like physical tokens, like a mm-hmm. flower, a note, mm-hmm. a special rock, like whatever it is. And, and unless you know that about them, it can be hard to meet their love language. Um, and so I think those things are so important to, to see and recognize because particularly like the gift one, if you're not someone who responds to gifts, you can mm-hmm. think it's silly or materialistic or like, or shallow or whatever, yeah, but it's, it's not, there's so much meaning behind that. And so to understand mm-hmm. your partner's love language and then speak to them in that way is, yeah. is really powerful. Yeah. yeah. K- kids too, because on, I was surprised yes. to learn that Aria, my daughter, she is the physical gift love language. So she's constantly right. bringing me little weeds from the garden Yay. saying, I have something for you. I love you. It's this little dandelion leaf. Yeah. You know? And to her, it's something so precious. Right. Um, and then I forget, like, I feel like, oh, I don't want to spoil you by showering you with things all the time. And it doesn't have to be anything. Like it can literally be like, I have a present for you. It's this curly hair that fell out of my head. Here you go. I love you so much. And she's yeah. like, oh, it's so precious. You or know? I made you this beautiful lunch. Well, you were exactly. going to make lunch anyway. But if you yep. know your kid responds that this way, you can present it as I made you this beautiful lunch. And they're like, oh, I'm oh my so God, lucky. You. My mama made me a beautiful mm-hmm. lunch. She loves me so much. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we would definitely link to that. Um, yeah. And that, that makes me feel like I should, pro- I should probably take that quiz with him and find out what his is. I mean, I, I have some inklings and we have discovered ways of really validating that for each other, but it would be, it would be good to have some concrete affirmations on that. Yeah. I have one more thing before we wrap. One more thing. Um, Feng Shui is a really big part of my life, a Mm -hmm. really big part of my co-coaching practice. And um, bringing some attention to the love areas of our um, home is super important for me. And then also, if you don't get into the whole Feng Shui, figuring that out, just like bringing some love and energy and attention to your bedroom, like making Mm -hmm. the bed putting a couple throw pillows on it, um, doing that as like an act of appreciation and love for your relationship um, is like when I work in the love area or specifically in my bedroom with intention, like he'll come home just showering me with love. He doesn't even know I do. <laughs> so um, if you're feeling stuck on ways to love and appreciate your partner, just Google some like feng shui for love, feng shui for relationships, feng shui for marriage and dig into a couple tips. Cause they're so powerful. So powerful. Man. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know how you guys did the, um, you and Jen, Jen Heilman yep. Yep. actually did the like feng shui for your entryway yeah. this past spring. Yep. It would be very cool if you did one for that, like just feng shui for your bedroom. Post. A yeah, love post? Just, yep, exactly. She just did a blog post, so I will link to awesome. that. Yeah, let's link to that too. I'd yeah. be very interested in reading it. I'm also fascinated by the science and art of feng shui. Cool, cool. I, awesome. So what are our asks today? Um, 
Uh, I was just going to ask for more patience as my son inter. How amazing that a four-year-old will even let me record a blog uh, pod. Way to go, Isaac. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to stick that in gratitude and ask and <laughs> ask myself to be, um, to be extra patient. Cool. I am actually going to ask for people to visit my Instagram and like me at my all in life and then post a picture and tag the hashtag my all in life with a selfie of you and your partner. Because I want to see all you awesome listeners with your loved ones. Please do that for me so that we can share in the happiness of being partnered and how awesome it is. Good. Love it. Okay. Bye. Until next time.